Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We been that team ever since Bart Star. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will What is up? Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast and folks. Uh, we are so, so hyped today to have an incredibly special guest, Green Bay Packers tight end Cameron McDonald. Cameron, welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast, man. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here, man. Excited to be in Green Bay and to talk to Lombardi's Legends today. Oh, man, this is this is so cool. I, I got to ask, man, we, we always have to ask guys that are new to the team. First question, this is going to get pretty deep. Cameron, how does it feel to be a Green Bay Packer? Man, it's phenomenal. Just growing up, watching the Packers' legacy, um, being able to play for one of the most storied football organizations of all time, it's, it's nothing short of a blessing, and I'm just happy to be here. I'm trying to maximize this opportunity and make my presence felt in Green Bay. Yeah, for sure, Cameron. I, I I'd love to ask you what what is your first impressions of Green Bay because we saw that you were able to go up there, get that right. contract signed, and now you've had the opportunity to to get in there for a rookie orientation um, and, and some other organized football activities. So, what were your first impressions, and how's everything been going for you so far? My first impressions of the city is that it's a perfect place to play football and compete for championships, just because it's such a quaint town. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff to do, but at the same time, there's not really much to do other than just focus on football and then focus on recovery and being the best version of myself. So I think that's like the perfect situation that any professional footballer would want to be in. So I'm just blessed to be here. And then going into the Lambeau Fields facilities and just practicing in the Don Hudson Center and being able to be a part of this organization and, you know, try to win this 14th World Championship, it's a blessing and I'm just happy. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited for the future. Um, grateful for the guys that I'm around, and you know, I'm just ready to attack it day by day. Oh man, this is this is great. Um, so, interesting uh, fact about you, Cameron, is that the Packers brought you in. I mean, if folks that listen to our podcast understand, you know, Packer football, I think pretty pretty significantly. But the Packers brought you in as one of the 30 visits before. Uh, the draft and just kind of curious what, what that entailed. Did you have an inkling that maybe you might end up in Green Bay prior to the draft? What was that like? Because I mean, that's a very unique experience in its own right. It's actually funny that you say that because this is like breaking news to all the Packers. They said, I really, I didn't come on a 30 visit to Green Bay. Uh, I know that there were reports that I had come, so I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't find out about me coming on a 30 visit until I read it in an article. I never came. My first time coming to Green Bay was for rookie minicamp and the relationship that I've been able to build with Coach Dunn and Coach Basaccia. Um, you know, Coach Lafour is a busy guy, but I'm pretty sure our relationship is going to grow as time goes. You know, I'm a big, I'm all about relationships. So in the limited time that I had, I was able to maximize those relationships and, like I said, I'm happy to be here, but I never came on a 30 visit, so it was surprising that they had that much interest in me and that they were ready to get me as a free agent, and I'm just I'm happy to be here. 
So Cameron, then, so set the record straight then. What was the process then for you? I mean, you go through the draft process, um, and, and, and as soon as you find out that you're not going to be drafted, what's the process? What, where are you looking? I'm sure you're in communication, uh, with your agent, but what, what was the process that led you then to Green Bay? Coach Dunn actually called me. Oh, he called my agent and he texted me on day three of the draft and just he wished me luck and he said that he'd be excited to see where I landed. I kind of had an inkling that I was going to go and draft it just because of what the process had been for me. And that's not really what my concern was. I just wanted to get to an organization that I felt like I was going to be able to stick at. Uh, when Coach Dunn called me after the draft, uh, he told me everything that I wanted to hear. Um, you know, that G recruits for itself, man. So I was like... Yeah, let's go. I'm going to be a Packer. Now I'm here. That's so, well, you know, you that's a legs. Go for it, please. I was just going to follow up on that, too. I mean, part of it's I'm sure you got to be looking at opportunities. So I'm not I'm 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 not asking you to repeat that exact conversation that you had with coach. But, um, you know, you look at the tight end room and a lot of young talent uh, with yourself included. But. Very well, I think, is the youngest position group on the team, uh, on the Packers right now. So, I mean, there's, there's going to be a healthy competition. And, um, I'm imagining that that was part of the draw as well as they're trying to remake the tight end group and really bring in some young talent, such as yourself. So, uh, was that also part of the equation is trying to assess the best Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was part of the draw, just coming in and being able to compete with those young guys who are extremely talented and with the guys who are already in the room and be able to, you know, kind of reshape the Green Bay Packers side in room to something that's a force within the NFL. Uh, it's, a, it's a great opportunity. Um, you know, Packers tight ends have had success in the past. So it was really more just about coming to compete for the G, though, just because it's such a phenomenal place to play football. It's one of the most storied programs in all the sports, and it's the smallest uh, market for North American sports. So it's like easy to focus here. It's just it was great for me. So when when you got here, you know, for rookie orientation and for rookie mini camp, obviously there's there's a lot flying at you. But you talk about their tradition. Do you, do you get a tour of Lambeau? Do they kind of show you around Green Bay? Do they show you around kind of the tradition and give you that 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 uh, that info, or is that something you just kind of gather on your own, or what does that look like being a pack? I think it's just something that you kind of gather on your own, just because you know you don't need a tour of the facility when you're in the facility. And they're asking you to do things like come to the weight room, go to the meeting room. Okay, now let's go to the rehab, um, not the rehabilitation center, but the training room. And then you kind of get a tour for yourself. And then I, I obviously went to Lambeau Field on my own just to look at it. And it's just, it's all inspiring, man. It's just, it's a jaw-dropping place. And I'm just, I'm excited for the opportunity to be able to play football in there. Yeah, for sure. And number 40 is uh, right. the number that you're going to be wearing for the Packers. Any special meaning, or was that just the number that got assigned to you? Or um, well, uh, just just kind of curious uh, if there was any story behind that. And then also, uh, any comments, my mic's dropping here. That was not a mic drop comment, but we'll get that fixed here in a second. Um, just any indication from the coaching staff, how, if there's any special way that they want to use you? Because, um, you know, with the tight end, I know in Coach LaFleur's offense, uh, they definitely use guys uh, both kind of in that H-back role 
behind the line of scrimmage, in line. So lots of different versatility and different ways that they utilize the tight end. So I'm, I'm kind of curious if there was any indication for how they envision using you or if they just want to see you line up all over the line of scrimmage and, and see what the best fit might be. You know, no, there's no specifics as into how they're planning on using me just because the tight end position in Coastal Forest offense is so multiple. So I'm really able to do all of the things that they ask the tight end position to do. But for me, it was really more about just coming in and having the ability to prove myself within, you know, some of the elite guys in this draft class. And then, you know, some of the elite guys that have been playing the position at a high level, like Josiah DeGuire and Tyler Davis, they've been playing tight end for the Packers at a pretty high level for the last couple of years. So it was more just getting me amongst those guys giving me an opportunity to compete and get a, a stronghold in the NFL just because as an undrafted free agent, you kind of have to prove yourself all over again, which I have no problem with because I have confidence in my ability and I'm happy to be here. One of my good friends is uh, Keyshawn Nixon. We actually come from the same area. So I was talking to him before I got here and he kind of had a similar story to me as, as me, you know, being from California and then going to school in the South been playing for the Packers and now he was a first team all pro. So if I could, if I can emulate some of his success that he had in the green and yellow, then that's an amazing opportunity. Right. And we're, we're rooting for that, obviously for, for both for you and for, for, you know, all, all the cheese heads out here. Um, so, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned California a little bit. So you went, you're from California originally, right? And you went right. to uh, Long Beach Poly. For, for right. high school. Um, what serious question, man, what do they put in the water there? Because y'all just have NFL players coming out of there. I mean, does that, does that help, um, make it more attainable or seemingly attainable when you see, you know, dudes come out of that school and you're playing at a high level at that school yourself? Yeah, there definitely is something in the water at Long Beach Poly. And I don't, I feel like it's definitely worth noting that. Big dog Mercedes Lewis. Um, we went to the same high school. In fact, me and Mercedes don't have a phenomenal relationship, but I went to, not that there's any bad blood. We just haven't had an opportunity to formally meet, but I went to his youth football camp and I believe it was 2006 or 2007. And I know he's not with the Packers as of right now, but just being that he did so much, so many great things for the Packers and he went to the same high school and I know his family so well. Um, it's just an amazing opportunity for me to be able to continue his legacy and what he was able to do for the Cheeseheads and, you know, representing the high school that we went to. And he just made it look, he made it look so easy and effortless. He did everything that he did at such a high level. Uh, I'm excited to put on not only for Mercedes, but for all of the Long Beach Poly Jackrabbits and the Florida State Seminoles alike, man. Just being able to play for the football programs that I've played for, Long Beach Poly, Florida State, now the Green Bay Packers. It's kind of, it's like a, it's a road to glory, man. And I just, uh, I'm extremely blessed and I'm just happy, happy to be here. I'm happy for the blessings that I have and I don't take it for granted. So wait, for just sure. so real quick, you're telling me that when you were a kid, you were at Mercedes Lewis's camp, uh, like Mercedes puts on a youth camp and you're running around out there doing the camp and now you're a tight end for the Green Bay Packers yourself. Yeah, he was playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I went to his camp. That's and awesome, I, man. Obviously, yeah. I watched his whole career. I watched his whole, the whole time he was playing in Green Bay. I knew what he was doing. He's one of the best blocking tight ends to ever play the game. So 
Um, I, I mean, for sure. yeah, I mean, the, the, the dude is as old as, as Dane and I are. And that's so, so I mean, and he's, he's still playing at a high level in the NFL. So that, that does say a lot about the legacy and the career that he's had. Um, right. no doubt about it. And he's, he's had some, some great years for the Packers as well. Uh, right. so I, I just kind of curious, Cameron, when I, when I look at your film on the field, um, I see you, you know, you've got the routes, you've got all the tools, um, especially someone that I think really excels at intermediate routes. Um, stretch the field over the middle. Um, you've got a great catch radius, nice hands. You'll go down to the ground to catch the football. Uh, you, you know, you've got si- size and height. Uh, so the one thing that I think has been the knock on you on the scouting report is just size. Can you, you have the frame to play at the NFL level, tight end position. So w- what do you have to say to the doubters? Now, I'm not a scout. I didn't write the scouting report, just to be clear. But, uh, you know, what, what What do you think you have to do to prove that you can uh, play at the NFL level? And it's not just about the tools, which you clearly have, uh, but the ability to transform your body and, and really be able to, to take the physicality that it takes to be successful at the NFL level. Well, that's actually a phenomenal question. The scouting report is just that. It's a scouting report. You know, it's an assumption about uh, people who believe that they know the game and they're they're employed to, you know, give their opinions. And a lot of times they're right. But me, I just feel like because of my work ethic and what I've done to my body over the past couple of years, my frame might look thin, but by no means am I a small man at all. I'm 245 pounds. I'm just not the biggest tight end, but what I what I make up for with lack of size is upper body strength and short area quickness. So I believe that I can make all the blocks at the National Football level, National Football League level, just because of the work that I put in in the weight room. Like I go above and beyond every time I'm in a lift group. I'm one of the stronger guys, and it's not about me. I don't want to sit here and boast and brag. I'm just talking about the confidence that I have in myself to be able to play at this level, to be able to make those blocks against the National Football League edge rushers and the second level defenders and it's not about me. I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm here to pour into the Packers organization. I just have confidence in my ability to do that. So um so scouting report is just that it's just a report. It's just what they believe and it's my job to to prove them wrong and get on this roster and stick, be here for years and compete at a high level. So something that really stuck out to to me and us, I think, Cameron, um, watching a lot of film, um, you know, I'll I'll be honest, didn't watch a ton of uh, Florida State football Saturdays um, from Wisconsin. Right. Uh, Right. But um, once we we found out you were coming here and honestly, when we thought you were one of the 30 visits, we already had done a little bit on you because the Packers have a history of bringing guys in and then, you know, they end up on the roster. Um, But watched you and what really stuck out to me outside of a lot of the the stuff that wags touchdown with your athleticism is the fire you are a passionate football player it comes off uh, you it pops off um i think uh, off the tape you hit dudes you're a tenacious blocker you you put in the effort and the whistle blows and you are you know you're driving dudes so where does that fire come from where does that hunger come from to you know just just give it your all every single snap it's just fiery passion for the game and like a a burning desire to be a difference maker on the field especially at the tight end position a lot of times you're going to have to find ways to affect the game without the ball in your hands 
And that's just how I wanted to be, how I wanted to do it. I want to pop off the film as, okay, we can't question this guy's physicality. We can question his size. We can question his speed, which are all things that are within his control, but not really. But one thing that is within his control is effort and tenacity and just want to. So I never wanted that to be a question. So that's why I play with the passion that I do. That's why I play the game the way that I do. It's just so that it pops off the screen. People notice me for the effort that I put in. And you're actually one of the only people who has ever said that to me. Uh, I knew that it was there, but I thank you for the reassurance. And I'm definitely going to, you know, bring that to my game in the NFL. Just be the guy that finishes and be the guy who just wants it more. Um, I've always t- I've always taken that and ran with it and just had pride in the fact that I could play with fiery passion and, you know, be the guy who attacks blocks and is a matchup problem for safeties and linebackers. And it's just how I pride myself and how I want to play the game. For sure. And I, I got to go back to something you said earlier, and I, I don't mean to follow up on this, but just stood out to me. You mentioned that uh, you've got a relationship with Kayshawn Nixon and you made a point to make a relationship with Coach Passaccia. Now, I know he was running the first day of, of rookie orientation, uh, but I'm just putting two and two together because from afar, I, I don't know Coach Passaccia, but from afar, he seems to have some guys that he's really loyal to and vice versa. So I, I don't need to give away the secrets uh, of you guys that are, are trying to, to make the team, but is the word out that, you know, if you uh, can really get in with Coach Passaccia, he can be one of his guys that, um, you know, all things being equal, play out on the field execution-wise, that that's something that can certainly help you uh, uh, in both in the short and the long term. Well, Coach Passaccia's resume speaks for itself, right? 30 years coaching, 22 years in the NFL. Um, there is no doubt about the type of coach he is and what he can do for a player's career, but it's, it's more than just – about trying to get on Coach Masachi's good side and, you know, trying to weasel your way onto the roster. Because at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the work. It's going to come down to what you put on film, and it's going to – everything is going to end up sorting itself out regardless whether or not you have a relationship with Coach Masachi or not. But I am somebody who is big on relationships, and there's no way that I would let somebody who has the NFL experience that Coach Masachi has, knowing that I want to play at this level for a long time, I wouldn't let a, a person like that just walk past me without saying anything. You know, I, I'm going to try to soak up all the knowledge from Coach Masaccio that I can, but I'm not trying to get on Coach Masaccio's good side just to make the team. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I want a relationship with him just because he is who he is, but I'm going to make, I'm going to put my best effort out there, put my best foot forward with the work and let the rest take care of itself. And Cameron, do you have uh, any experience playing special teams uh, in you know in the, in the collegiate level or ever before? Because I know you know a lot of undrafted guys. I don't have to tell you or anybody out there. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, that first year or two, you stick. They're going to be asking you to play those other phases of the game, not just the tight end position. So, just kind of curious what your background is at all on uh, on that end. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely a four core special teamer because I can run, set up blocks in the return games. I can get off blocks and run and tackle in the kickoff game and the punt game. So I'm definitely a four-core special teamer. I'm excited to make an impact on this team in whatever way that I can. But I don't want to – what I'm not trying to do is sit here and talk about my ability over and over and just tell guys what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, because 
it's all just noise, right? I have to do it, but I definitely do believe that I'm a four-core special teamer, and I am a guy who can stick on this roster for years to come. So let's shift them. Um, I'll, we'll take that cue and shift. Want to know a little bit more about Cameron McDonald, the guy, the person? And we're talking I'm a little bit. That. Yeah, no, you're no. fine. We were talking a little bit before we started recording, and um, you know about your involvement uh, with uh, Rise and Progress, um, right. and your interest in in social uh, community work, um, social entrepreneurship. Um, so, could you tell us a, a little bit more about that and and how? you know, that what that means to you to be able to give back to the community. Yes. Yeah, so while I was at Florida State, I got my degree in social entrepreneurship. Um, just, I believe that my purpose on earth is to serve God by serving others. And football is a vehicle and a platform that allows me to do that. It's brought me all the way across the country, coast to coast. And now I'm in the middle of the country. So I'm just trying to build something nationwide and do as much service for the communities that I live in as possible. Obviously, my primary focus now is the Green Bay Packers, but even beyond that, I just want to do something special for every community that I'm in. I feel like my purpose on earth is to serve God by serving other people. And that's what I'm going to do in Green Bay. Uh, I'm going to put my all into football first, you know, get a strong, get a foothold within the community, and then that's when I'm going to pick it up and seriously start to pour into the community in whatever ways that I can through partnerships with local nonprofits. And I'm just all about service and servant leadership and just being a guy who does amazing things for whatever community that he's in, that I'm in. And I just got to say, and then Dane, if you've got a, a question, go for it. But um, Lombardi's legend, that's coach Vince Lombardi, our, 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 the namesake of this pod. He always said, and I don't know if you've heard this, Cameron, but God, family, and the Green Bay Packers. That's that's <laughs> right. what he wanted his guys to be all about. Um, and that was uh, you know, that was a different era. That was a different time, but that doesn't mean that that you can't embody those values, right? So um, that's that's really cool and, and thank you for sharing that for sure. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, other than the game, right? We're learning more about you, the the man. I mean, are, are do you have any hobbies? Anything you like to to do to spend your time with? Um, any music you're into? Are you a movie guy? What are you into? This is actually there's a team full of soccer players running past me right now. This is kind of interesting. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Um, during COVID, I got my. Uh, can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, we can hear you. This is great. This is a first, though. I'm not going to lie. The first time on Lombardi's Legends podcast where we've, we've had a guest have a soccer team run by. This is, this yeah, is new uh, ground for us. Thank you for this, Cameron. Yeah, we no, feel like no. we're right in the middle of the action. You know, yeah. um, we're not, we're not going to try to use this in to try to get you mic'd up or something while you're out on the field. But, um, but anyway, so I, I didn't mean to cut in, but yeah, back to, back to, back to well, allowing can... you to answer that question. Before I answer, I'll just take this time to thank Lombardi's Legends again. Um, this is my first Green Bay Packers interview, and I believe that it's the start of a great career. Um, uh, I just I can see I can foresee the future, man. I I do believe that I'm going to spend a large amount of my career here, if not the entirety of my career. So this is an interview that I'll never forget. But in terms of the hobbies. I actually got my yoga teacher certification in 2020, and I was teaching classes to the students in Tallahassee just as a form of community service. And it was actually helping me 
you know, stay healthy, stay available, stay on the field. So yoga is definitely one of my favorite things to do throughout my college career. I didn't miss a single game. I played in every single game that I was uh, a student at Florida State except one. And that was uh, my my very first game, my true freshman year. So yoga is giving me the availability that I've needed to have just to, you know, prolong my career because the best ability is availability. And, you know, I don't want to jinx anything, but I don't really believe in superstition. Yoga is going to keep me healthy. It's going to keep me available and it's going to keep me on the field for the Green Bay Packers. And Yeah, that's that's right. awesome. And and, and I, I want to be respectful of your time, but um, I, I just have one more question for you then. It just, just more... Yeah, more of an observation is, is really, um, going back to, to football then, um, what, what, what is your, your goal then for, for this year? I mean, beyond obviously making the, the team and being on the roster, is there, is there a specific goal that you're thinking of that's going beyond that and, and kind of thinking of, um, you know, uh, that longer term, bigger picture goal as you progress and, and look forward to this opportunity that you have in front of you? I want to do whatever I can to bring the 14th World Championship to Green Bay. That's what I want to do. Cement my legacy. Well, not just my legacy, but this team's legacy forever. And by doing so, it would help me cement my legacy because I was a part of this team. I want to do whatever I can to help my young quarterback. I want to do whatever I can to help um, my special teams units. I want to do whatever I can to help this team bring the Lombardi Trophy back to Lombardi Land, back to – Lambeau Field, back to Green Bay. Man, I, all right, folks, it's impossible not to root for Cameron McDonald after this conversation. We're just honored to have you on. Cameron, thank you so much for joining Lombardi's Legends podcast. Very special interview for us as well. We're so Thanks, excited Jeff. to be rooting for you. We're going to be following you all off season, And, uh, you know, go get it. Go grab that roster spot, man. Thank you guys for having me. Thank yep, you. absolutely. Yeah, be legendary and go pack, go pack, go. Go, go pack, go. Thanks, Cameron. Every year I know we're going to go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack, go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't the best sport, and I'll leave it with your good luck. Only thing I will say.